0: Professional Development Strategies to Enhance Nurses' Knowledge and Maintain Safe Practice by Susan L. Binden Abstract Maintaining competence is a professional responsibility for nurses. Individual nurses are accountable for their practice, as outlined in the American Nurses Association's Nursing, Scope and Standards of Practice. Nurses across clinical settings face the sometimes daunting challenge of staying abreast of regulatory mandates practice changes, equipment updates, and other workplace expectations. In the complex, evolving perioperative setting, professional development is a priority, and the need for ongoing education is critical. However, nurses' efforts to engage in their own development can be hampered by a lack of time, limited access to educational resources, or cost concerns. This article provides an overview of nursing professional development and offers some resources to help individual nurses maintain or enhance their knowledge, skills, and attitudes. The American Nurses Association defines the general standards of practice for professional nurses across settings and specialties. Multiple nursing specialties also have standards of practice and performance for nurses who work in specific areas or with certain patient populations. These standards, along with regulatory changes, advances in clinical practice, technical updates, and organizational expectations, help to determine the competencies nurses need to maintain safe current practice. Lifelong learning and competency are mainstays of nursing practice. Patients expect professional nurses to be competent in their practice and in the care they provide. Care team members depend on the competence and up-to-date skills of their colleagues. In its 2014 position statement on professional role competence, the American Nurses Association stated that assurance of competence is the shared responsibility of the profession individual nurses, professional organizations, credentialing and certification entities, regulatory agencies, employers, and other key stakeholders. In other words, maintaining nursing competence requires a team effort. To maintain their competency, most nurses rely on some type of continuing education, which can take many forms, such as clinical updates and competency assessments, e-learning modules, webinars, workshops, conferences, and specialty certification. These efforts, in part, constitute Nursing Professional Development NPD, the outcomes of which are growth, learning, and change. Individual nurses have the responsibility to reflect regularly upon their knowledge, skills, and attitudes KSAs, to identify professional practice gaps. The American Nurses Credentialing Center states that these gaps may result from a change that has been made to a standard of care, a problem that exists in practice, or an opportunity for improvement. Once identified, practice gaps become learning needs. Learning needs can then be categorized, prioritized, and addressed for nurses at all levels to maintain competence and ensure that practice is unaffected. This article offers resources and strategies for supporting nurses' professional development. NPD Overview Newly hired perioperative nurses complete orientation to their new organizations, roles, and the units or areas in which they will be working. They learn about their jobs and the expectations that accompany their new positions. They gain knowledge, develop skills, and become socialized into their work teams. The goals of an orientation period are for nurses to demonstrate basic competency and integrate into their new roles and settings. With time, experience, and support, they will become safe, independent nurses practicing in intense, high-stakes specialties. In most instances, hospital-based nurse educators, commonly referred to as NPD educators, facilitate this process. They assess new employees' KSAs and validate their initial competencies. Together with the employees and their managers, NPD educators identify learning needs and employ strategies to address them. This learning process is ongoing throughout nurses' careers and reflects their continuous professional development. Nursing professional development is part of the cumulative learning and growth that takes place during a nurse's career after passing the National Council Licensure Examination, NCLEX, and securing a nursing license. Lifelong learning and acquisition of knowledge and skills are intentional pursuits throughout a nurse's career. This active process helps nurses prepare for new or different roles and respond to inevitable changes in the practice environment. Lifelong learning can take place formally or informally either inside or outside the work setting. How nurses view lifelong learning and their own professional development varies significantly. Some nurses seek out opportunities and look forward to the challenge of what's next. These nurses often have plans and strategies that align with their career goals. Others face yearly competency validations and learning events with less enthusiasm. Their development plans may be more along the lines of checking the boxes. They may complete what is required to maintain their positions, but do not necessarily extend their learning activities beyond the basics. Learning styles, previous learning experiences, comfort with technology, career goals, years of experience, presence of mentoring, and availability of support might influence a nurse's readiness and willingness to pursue NPD activities. Regardless of a nurse's perspective or motivation related to NPD, the avenues and resources for addressing learning needs are plentiful. The Association for Nursing Professional Development defines NPD as a specialty area of nursing that facilitates the professional role development and growth of nurses and other healthcare personnel along the novice to expert continuum. Nursing professional development educators are experts in the lifelong learning process and can offer ideas and support. The NPD practice model describes the NPD process as an input through output system. The inputs are the learners and the NPD practitioner. For example, educator. The throughputs of the model are the various kinds of learning activities in which nurses can engage, and the outputs are learning, change, and professional growth and competence. The environment for learning can be wherever the learning takes place, at the bedside, in a classroom, via a podcast or online learning module, in a simulation laboratory, or off-site at a conference. The NPD model captures the dynamic nature of lifelong learning and continuing professional development, It also highlights the partnership between individual nurses and the NPD educator, who can facilitate and support the NPD process. Variation in Requirements Expectations for ongoing education and competency management differ across specialties and organizations, and requirements vary by state. Many state boards of nursing require a certain number of continuing nursing education, CNE, contact hours, or professional nursing activities, or both per RN license renewal cycle. For example, New Jersey requires 30 contact hours every two years and Massachusetts requires 15. However, other states, including Arizona, Colorado, and Maine, do not require any. Professional activity requirements also vary but might include recepting, participating in research, obtaining national certification, or engaging in additional academic coursework. Some states are more prescriptive, requiring continuing education on specific topics such as domestic violence, pain management, or medical errors. Some states have employment hour requirements in lieu of or in addition to contact hours. Nurses certified in advanced practice roles typically must fulfill ongoing education requirements to maintain their status, with special emphasis on their area of practice. Given the varied settings, roles, organizational cultures, and regulatory requirements that exist concerning continuing education and professional development for nurses, it is understandable that managing one's own learning can be a challenge. Finding and navigating the necessary information can be overwhelming and time, labor, and cost intensive. Continuing education terminology also varies and can be confusing for nurses trying to determine appropriate continuing education requirements. For assistance with determining specific requirements Nurses may want to consider starting with their State Board of Nursing website, which will offer information regarding current licensure and renewal requirements. Perioperative Competency Identification One way to view competencies is by the type of skills needed to achieve them technical skills, interpersonal skills, or skills related to critical thinking. Another simple way to diagnose or triage learning needs is to decide whether an identified gap is best considered as knowledge, skill, or attitude need. This identification can help educators align the learner with the most appropriate learning resource. Sometimes there is overlap, and competency needs can fall into more than one category or dimension. For example, learning to use a new electronic documentation system may include elements of all three learning categories, knowledge about the system's functionality, data entry skills, and an open-minded attitude toward new technology and processes. In addition to general continuing education requirements and expectations, nurses in the perioperative setting must consider the KSAs specific to their specialties. More than a decade ago, researchers identified nine major perioperative practice areas or domains for perioperative nursing. These practice areas include patient assessment and diagnosis, identification of expected outcomes and plan of care, intraoperative activities, communication, discharge planning, cleaning, disinfecting, packaging, and sterilizing, emergency situations, management of personnel, and professional accountability. Since that time, these domains have provided a foundation for competency assessment. These specialty-specific work categories may help nurses and nurse leaders develop plans to ensure that, from an education perspective, they have addressed the full range of practice when considering their professional development. Learners can also use these practice domains to identify their areas of strength and areas that may need to be refreshed or reinforced. Barriers to professional development. In a nationwide survey of more than 600 nurses across various settings and age groups, many participants commented that nursing's emphasis on lifelong learning, continuing education, and returning to school are things that nurses do well. However, nurses face certain challenges regarding their ongoing education and professional development. Because of the inherent nature of perioperative nursing, limited time, lack of access, and irregular staffing patterns can create system barriers to education. Scheduling can be unpredictable in the perioperative setting. Pre-planned education activities or blocks of time reserved for education may change or be lost at a moment's notice. Perioperative staff members may work in a less accessible area of a hospital or care setting, making it more difficult for equipment, education classes, or training to be available to them. Perioperative staff members also work in separate rooms or on distinct teams. This case-based work pattern can pose challenges for educators. They may find it difficult to provide education to a large number of staff members at one time, with the exception of early morning huddles or full-staff meetings. Another concern for many nurses is the cost of some continuing education or professional development activities. Certification review courses, academic programs, memberships to professional organizations, journal subscriptions, and national conferences can be costly. Some employers provide special funds for professional development or build financial allowances into a clinical ladder or other professional advancement model. Other organizations do not prompting some nurses to consider these activities as non-viable options for ongoing education. A final barrier to professional development that applies across settings is a real or perceived lack of support from leaders or peers. Pearlstein and others noted lack of support as one of the primary barriers to nurses seeking specialty certification. Nurses wishing to return to school have cited a need for leadership support related to inflexible work schedules. Peer pressure to maintain the status quo on a team or in a particular unit may serve as a barrier to professional development. However, when positively channeled, peer pressure could serve as a catalyst to support success. Not knowing what education is needed and what educational opportunities are available can also stifle nurses' efforts to grow, develop, and progress professionally. In this case, NPD educators can be valuable partners in a nurse's professional development. They can help individual nurses or groups of nurses determine their learning gaps and recommend strategies and resources to address them. Their expertise, as both facilitators of education and subject matter experts, can be leveraged to help customize education and streamline the process of identifying resources. Suggested NPD Strategies and Resources Nursing professional development and continuing education can take many forms, role-based annual competency assessment, and mandatory education are only the beginning. Contact hours. Contact hour designation is typically reserved for education or learning activities that enhance or extend a nurse's knowledge and performance. Education activities required as part of a nurse's job, such as basic or advanced cardiac life support renewals or policy updates, may not include continuing education contact hours program coordinators must apply and be approved for contact hours by an official accrediting body. The Competency and Credentialing Institute lists several acceptable contact hour providers for certain perioperative certifications. The list includes the American Association of Critical Care Nurses, AORN, the American College of Nurse Midwives, and any state board of nursing or state nurses association, among others. The Competency and Credentialing Institute also highlights perioperative topics approved for CNOR and CRNFA recertification. This approval is important because a certain number of contact hours required for recertification must be specialty-related. For example, at least 75 of 125 totaled required contact hours must be specifically related to perioperative nursing to recertify for the CNOR credential. Specialty-related topics range from communication and legal issues to pain management and surgical procedures In some cases, contact hours earned from a continuing medical education (CME) program can be counted toward certification or licensure renewal. Organizations or healthcare facilities can also apply for interprofessional continuing education accreditation, which broadens collaborative education and practice opportunities across medicine, nursing, and pharmacy. Although all learning is beneficial, nurses who need to complete a certain number of contact hours annually or per-certification cycle, for example, should be keenly aware of these important distinctions. There are a multitude of resources for nurses who seek continuing education. Learners should be certain that the education they intend to pursue for certification, licensure, or other official purposes is awarded from a credible, approved source. Several online sources offer free or low-cost courses for general learning, building a personal library, or for obtaining contact hours from specific providers including AORN, the Lippincott Nursing Center, and the American Nurses Association. Individual professional journal websites frequently have continuing education articles available for low or no cost to subscribers, and specialty organization websites typically include links to society journals or other continuing education course offerings. There is a significant amount of resources and content available to nurses pursuing NPD. Additional opportunities Professional development activities reach far beyond searching for and tracking contact hours. Nurses can take advantage of many other kinds of education offerings, either in-house, online, or through an outside agency. Depending on a nurse's goals and identified learning needs, these activities might include learning skills needed to advance to a new role on the unit or in the organization, seeking specialty certification, or even returning to school to begin or complete an academic degree. Many academic sites offer targeted professional education through traditional conferences, webinars, or online module-based programs, sometimes at a discounted rate for participants from partner institutions. Some hospitals provide tuition support or remission for nurses as a retention strategy or part of their employee benefits package. Nurses should determine if they can take advantage of assistance provided by their facility. To engage in professional development, nurses can participate in a process improvement project, create an evidence based poster, or submit an abstract for a podium presentation at a local or national conference. Nurses can attend workshops, work with colleagues to write and submit manuscripts for publication, or serve as guest lecturers or panelists at a local nursing school, health fair, or volunteering event. Serving as a charge nurse, preceptor, or an active committee member can help build leadership and communication skills. Nurses with as few as one to two years of experience can serve as mentors for nursing students or new graduate nurses. In specialty organizations, nurses can volunteer to join or lead committees and task forces or help to write position papers on pertinent issues. They can also serve as writers or content experts for certification preparation materials. Professional journals often seek volunteers to serve as manuscript or book reviewers or serve on their editorial boards. To take advantage of these types of opportunities, nurses need to plan ahead and communicate their plans to their supervisors. They may need to present the benefits of attending an activity, such as training to become a unit champion or sharing best practices, and request hospital business time. In other situations, nurses may need to use their own vacation or personal time for education. Flexible schedules and some creative planning can allow nurses to make the most of their days off, without necessarily using vacation or personal time. Many conferences are now scheduled to include a weekend, which helps to minimize the disruption of work schedules and vacation time. Nurses should consider allocating personal funds to supplement any employer sponsorship, membership, or partnership discounts. One suggestion is to do so each year during benefits open enrollment when setting aside funds for childcare, flexible spending, and other accounts. Although it takes planning and discipline, the investment in learning is prudent. Some events offer group discounts for a number of colleagues coming from one facility or organization, which can help to contain costs. Cancellation, no-show, and refund policies are usually clearly noted for off-site events and are important to consider because even well-laid attendance plans may change. These professional development activities not only afford learning experiences, they can also open doors to professional networking opportunities. Connecting with colleagues and leaders within or across specialties can expose nurses to new ideas, practices, and resources. For example, an emerging nurse manager may connect with an experienced mentor through a professional leadership group, and this relationship may lead to other growth experiences and connections. Professional relationships and networks often develop one interaction at a time, and these network interactions can be coincidental or intentional. A robust professional network can provide a nurse with support influence and recognition, and is a valuable element of a nurse's successful career path. An NPD educator, academic mentor, librarian, or experienced colleague can help guide nurses to take advantage of the endless professional development activities that are available. Tracking. An important part of demonstrating growth and competency is being able to produce an accurate record of ongoing professional development nurses can track their activities electronically or by hard copy or use a combination of both methods. Even if work sites keep track of employees' annual competencies and required education using a learning management system, it is wise for nurses to maintain their own records as well. For example, a simple spreadsheet with name, topic, date, type of activity, outcome measure, and number of hours, credits, or contact hours can be used to help organize and track progress. Nurses can use a specific folder, either paper or electronic, as a central catch all for certificates of completion, contact hour awards, evaluations, and other forms of documentation, such as copies of conference programs at which they gave podium or poster presentations. Nurses should update their resumes, curriculum vitae, or professional advancement portfolios on a regular basis to reflect professional development activities. These updates can be performed either in real time as activities are completed, or on a monthly or quarterly basis if following a planned schedule is more realistic. Electronic calendars or schedulers are great tools for helping to perform regular updates. Certification bodies, such as the American Nurses Credentialing Center, allow nurses to create online accounts to track professional development activities required for certification or renewal. Activities might include continuing education, academic credits, presentations, publication, research, and professional service such as serving on committees. The Competency and Credentialing Institute also offers a system for tracking contact hours. These systems aid users in planning and completing the necessary elements during the course of licensure or certification cycle. Nurses must identify what type of structure works best for them and take responsibility for their own professional development. Creating a system to plan, organize, track, and maintain records is imperative and saves time and effort in the long run. Conclusion Perioperative nursing practice encompasses multiple roles and affects patient populations of all ages. Regardless of their particular roles or specialties, all perioperative nurses should assess their KSAs continuously as their careers develop. Whether their motivations are intrinsic or extrinsic, for example, their efforts may be derived from their individual goals, or acquired by bodies such as local boards of nursing. Support is available. Nurses and the NPD specialists who work with them are wisely moving beyond simply completing skills checklists to demonstrate their ongoing competency and growth. They are engaging in active learning that helps solidify positive changes and improvements in practice. There are resources that allow nurses to collaborate, solve problems, and learn new information and skills at the same time. Leadership and accountability begin with individual nurses who identify their ongoing learning needs and strive to meet them by engaging in relevant, high-quality learning activities. Growth, change, and professional development are the outcomes and rewards of intentional and consistent attention to a nurse's own learning. The power of nurses' collective commitment to ongoing learning can make a tremendous contribution to perioperative nursing practice and excellent patient care.